The XFL Gambling Podcast XFL Championship Reaction Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Yes, SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using the promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500 of cold, hard cash, baby. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Mesh Shorts. Yes, just in time for summer. We got a brand new line of Mesh Shorts. Use the promo code SHORTS at store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com for 10% off. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. This is Brian Bosworth, a.k.a. The Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Baza. Is this or is it not the XFL? Yes, it is. Do I or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. Yes, this is the XFL Gambling Podcast. Oh, a championship. XFL championship reaction show pod. And wow, we have a final. Uh, we have the first completed XFL football season in over 20 years. And uh, we're going to talk all about it. But perhaps you're wondering just who the hell you're listening to. Well, my name is Colby Swiggin' Database Dad, a.k.a. Pick. Done. D, that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're going to pay for it. Good night. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. Yes, human being and fish can coexist peacefully, but can CJ Sullivan and J Mark and myself coexist peacefully? We're going to talk about it. I am joined by my co host, Give It Up for the host of the Bottom Line Bombs podcast, which you should be subscribed to. Uh, they call him the man in the box. Give it up for, well, first off, he's the type of guy that... He's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million-dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. I give you CJ Sullivan. How you doing, buddy? And have you pissed in a campfire? How many have you pissed in? How many campfires am I pissed in? Uh, yeah. Well, first of all, welcome. Thank you, Kobe. <laughs> Cartel, Kobe, championship. And back to the question at hand. Uh, I'd, I'd say under five, but definitely more than one. Um, <laughs> I believe a, a, a piss in the campfire has to be one hand on the belt buckle, one hand straight up, you know, with a beer kind of and a, and a, and a, and a wolf howl. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. 
Something oh, yeah. very, very beautiful, very primal <laughs> about pissing in a campfire. Yeah. Well, this guy, he's definitely probably uh, had a campfire in the past uh, 24 hours. If I had to yeah, bet, sure. perhaps he's pissed in it. Uh, but uh, look, he is the host of the old fashioned football podcast. He is the host of the NFL gambling podcast, which you need to be subscribed to both of those. We like to call them liquid lunch. But it's dinner time, or I don't know. I'm in fucking South America. I don't know what time zones you guys are in. But anyway, <laughs> give it up for Justin Mark, aka J Mark. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Uh, Columbia and Iowa, same time zone. Yeah, we're, no, we keep we, we keep zone. telling them that I don't think it's going to stick. I think uh, it's not the time zone that's messing you up down in Columbia, Colby. Well, I can tell you that I I, I, I went to a bar last night, and how was uh, it? Well, there's there's it, it's. I, I had this problem like back in the in my early twenties when you went to New York City or you went to uh, Vegas, mm-hmm. where I was used to just like keep drinking until they tell us to stop. Right. Sure. Well, that's an issue because in Colombia it stops when when everyone leaves. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> they don't they don't put hours up on the wall. They're just like, hey, we're still we're still there's people right. here. Let's keep serving them. Yeah, yeah. This guy wants to keep going. Yeah. We're gonna keep going. I like. We're so, in this together. We're in this together. <laughs> so sound, there was sound, that, yeah. and, and look, I'm 40 years old. All right, they just they, it just doesn't hit the same way. Right. Uh, I, I I think I did fairly well though. That was the first time I was like drinking at a bar since my visit. Now I had I had a couple cocktails at a party, but sure. uh, that was well, the first rum time. You're rum Dundee. I've rum seen Dundee the videos. Is rolling, <laughs> you're buddy. You're rum living Dundee the life is, down there. I got in those hot air balloons, you know, I, I got up, it. got up, uh, still don't know how they work. Still a bit <laughs> perplexed by hot air balloons. Uh, but guys, um, I know we want to talk about my trip and I get it because I'm a yeah, fucking I genius. I mean, I, I, I think we're all geniuses, right? Didn't we sure. say the league was just going to manifest a champion? Uh, and, uh, well, I mean, I guess that's obvious, the league, but I'm saying they kind of they kind of helped the team. And we saw that happen. This was, I think, the easiest bet I've made in my life. Um, <laughs> now, now, granted, you said the same exact thing the week before when Arlington <laughs> beat Houston. How easy yeah. that was. <laughs> but this one was even easier because when I saw and and I I saw this after our show. Yeah. That 93% of the money was on the DC defenders. Mm. And I'm like, dude. They're gonna give it to Arlington. I almost feel like that's how these spring leagues can stay alive. Just bet on what you know. Yeah. Bet well. on bet. It's like, well, we loaded up Arlington. Where if we just place a bunch of bets, we can lose all the money, or we can gain all the money we lost. Um, I mean, this game was never close. I mean, I guess you could technically say with the fifteen yard uh, fourth and fifteen, it could get close, and it got down to six at one point. But I mean. It was what seventeen nothing at one point. Yeah, I wouldn't say it wasn't yeah. close. It was a bad first half. I'll say that for DC for sure. Uh, <laughs> they, they I, it was a bad omen that first play when they blitzed him. They had him for the sack, and then he got out of it and threw that five yard. I'm like, oh, this might be, this might be trouble or some sign to come that they're that Williams is dialing them up, but they don't. He doesn't have the dogs to finish this thing off. Uh, and then it was like a perfect so storm of like third and longs and Perez just keeping the chains moving like that. And then Tom, who, um, you know, had three interceptions all season, and he had three interceptions in the championship game. And the key yeah. one in the red zone. Key one in the red zone there, right? Key, they're all key in this fucking game. I know. It was ridiculous. Uh, but it was, it was close. I mean, after that 17 nothing after the thing, I mean, it was uh, 
DC kept right at pace, but they just kept, you know, kept going back and forth with it. They couldn't stop them on anybody. So that's what it was. Yeah. And I mean, the, I cashed on the money line with the renegades. I cashed my future with the renegades. I cashed on the over in this game. Uh, but it was, I, call me. Cra- I mean, this is rigged, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, go ahead. Jim. Oh, I was just saying, I thought it was interesting. You know, you have a team with, Tamu, Abram Smith, and then a Greg Williams defense, and they're not the most physical team on the field. That surprised me. Mm-hmm. That was my biggest takeaway. Is like they just they got oh. out physical by Arlington yeah. over and over. They couldn't tackle. Um, they, you know, they weren't wrapping guys up. Guys were spinning out. Some some of the times Arlington guys would get hit, and then they it was like they were surprised they were still up. And they're like, Oh, I guess I can keep running for a little right. bit. Like yeah, I couldn't well, believe that Arlington was more physical. Well, they're in that hole, and it was definitely tough offensively. I mean, but but, but they didn't keep up like But once you got down that hole, you know, seven nothing or six nothing, whatever. And then it was a three and out, drop third down pass, and then another drive, make it fourteen nothing. You know, they next you know it's almost halftime. They finally put it together <laughs> yeah. down the drive, and Tommy throws that pick right in the end zone. They come back and make the field goal, make it seventeen nothing. They finally they score before halftime, seventeen six. But like. Offensively, they had to. Uh, they were, they were, you know, even though Abram Smith did have, wind up having a game, just ripping off runs, you know. But like, like you said, Jay Mark, it was kind of like their their plays seemed more spotty and just burst plays than it was like Arlington actually just took it to them. Power, well, yeah, power that's too. kind more, of what we more, said. more sustainable. But that's kind of what we said all year. If we think the path to beating DC is get up early, they've mm-hmm. only came back from like uh, a big lead. I think once. I mean, there was only ten games or eleven games, right. but. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I was not surprised. I kind of expected, <laughs> kind of expected it to go how it went. Um, no, I, I mean, was, I'll just say that I, I, as, as a guy who had, a, I'm a little biased. I had a DC, of course we all, did, uh, we all know the, the plus seven fifty future, uh, ticket. And then I could have easily hedged, but as we know, hedging is for gardeners. And I doubled down <laughs> and bet uh, DC again, minus six, and it went off at eight and a half. I kind of felt good about that. And then uh, luckily I had the over to take some of the damage out. But like I, I was, I was shocked that there was, it was as bad as it was, you know, and it's just like, and that's all it takes. It takes like one, you know, just the one game and it's perfect game and big game pop. I mean, I don't know. I want to talk more about that in a second, but uh, before uh, we we talk more about the the XFL championship, the million dollar game, I want to tell you that the XFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Shady Rays and Shady May. Yes, Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also get a chance to win $500 of cold hard cash. What are you doing, folks? They got you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable, customizable snow goggles, and much, much more. And right now, for our international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered as well with uh, shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the UK. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt over to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win $500. Mm. In our Shady May contest, we're also brought to you by SGPN Shorts. Yes, you already got your shades. Now it's time to get a great pair of mesh shorts for summer. I'm down here in, in Columbia. It's hot as shit all day. I was just dreaming of shorts, and SGPN can hook you up right there. Maybe you're in a city like me where it's hot as shit. 
All right. Uh, or you just want it in the summer. Come on. Humidity is a real problem. So this, this earth is getting warmer. They say, uh, so wear mesh shorts from SGPN. Uh, SGPN has, uh, just dropped a new line of mesh shorts. Perfect for any summer activity. Uh, so head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Use that promo code shorts for 10% off. All right. We are back on the XFL gambling podcast. Okay. So I wanted to dive deeper in this because yes, you have a six and six team. That is the champion of the league. I was thinking about this and I don't think I can recall ever in any sport in my life, a team that is 500 Hmm. can say that they're the champions. I mean, in college basketball, you've seen bad teams, you know, win the conference tournament, but they never end up winning the championship. You know what I mean? So, uh, college football, no hockey. No, I I can't think of one league where a 500 team wins a championship. I kind of compare it to those New York giants teams that were nine and seven or whatever. They wound up being like 11 and seven because because there's more playoff games to play. XFL only has two games so they can only get to six and six. Uh, It's still not great, obviously, but I, I do blow back, push back a little bit on saying what a bad look it is for the, like, it's not the best look for the league, but also, I mean, it that's what happens in playoffs in all sports. It's who wins the playoffs, the tournament. It doesn't Fair. exactly mean who the best team was in a regular season, you know, and like it, it's who gets hot and the giants versus Patriots is a prime example of that. You know, of course the Patriots were the best team, one of the best teams of all time, but they didn't win because a nine and seven giants team got hot and had the formula to play against them. Yeah. Isn't that the year the Patriots were cheating too? Well, well, that was all year. They burned tapes <laughs> after that. Uh, but uh, every year, uh, every damn year, those sons of bitches. Hey. I mean, I mean, and you know what else bothers me though, man, is the human element of this. Mm-hmm. We've all talked about how it doesn't make sense. How Luis Perez, who looked like the best quarterback ever on, <laughs> on Saturday. Sure did. Uh, I don't appreciate the announcers not talking about it. You know what I mean? That's what makes me think it's more rigged more and more because I'm like, wait, wouldn't any, if you're telling me we're going to break this game down, I'm Greg McElroy or, or whoever, mm-hmm. um, wouldn't you say right away, you're like, man, they got a steal getting Luis Perez for this backup linebacker. What a deal by the Renegades and it's paying off. <clears throat> Their general manager knows what he's doing, but they don't mention any of that shit. Does that, I mean, is that not a red flag or am well, I crazy? I mean, I don't know. What, I mean, I, I don't expect it to come from them to be honest with you. I mean, of course they're going to be pushed for the league, you know, everyone's going to be pro league, but, but, but there's but, no, there's no accountability anywhere though. You know what I mean? Like, there's be no honest. This question should have been answered earlier, but even like even stoops in the press post game, he's like, yeah, hey, I tell you what, you know, our season did turn around a little bit. As soon as we got Perez, it was kind of the difference maker. Oh, was it, was it the difference maker? And it wasn't, <laughs> And it wasn't well, mid season. It was weeks like eight. See, I'm, I'm more perplexed <laughs> seven, by that whatever because that if, if I'm the league, uh, yes, you made that happen, but I wouldn't be telling my announcers to not, I would say, guys talk about this openly. You know, I mean, they just talk about, it. they talk about how they got them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, they made a trade for it. You know, that's all they say is they made a trade for it. And any, did, o- a- any and other it, league, they would be keying in on, Right. On, on that, like digging deeper as far as like, do you, what do you think about this trade? They got this, they gave up him. Right. 
I just feel like that. What's yeah? That's what's disappointing me. about. It. Like it can be justified of trading Perez because they had Hunley and whatever they wanted to give, whatever you want to do. But you had to get something in return. You can't yeah. just get nothing and get return. <laughs> you know, or Stoops is like, ah, well, I don't want to actually, you know, J- give an J- active player. How about one of these bodies we have here? J Mark, am I crazy here? I mean, don't you think that the? I just feel like. The- it should have been talked about more. Yeah, for sure. Um, e- even if they just said, I don't know, just e- even if they went through the details of how it all went down or everything, I mean, it, it should have been talked about more. I mean, Chris Paul, who got his trade voided from the Lakers, and I feel like that whole playoffs they were talking right. about, you know, he ends up on the Clippers and they're talking about, well, Chris Paul, you know, and that trade never even happened. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like this, we saw the direct result. You know, it's like, right. I mean, he started off the first half absolutely on fire this game. And you're, you wouldn't you say like, man, this guy's playing better than almost any quarterback we've seen in these spring leagues. Wouldn't you want to just dig into that a little bit? I just, I call me crazy. They did mention how he learned how to play on YouTube. They <laughs> <that>. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What else, what, what takeaways more did, did, you he, have did, from did he also go to learn some YouTube conspiracies too, while he's at it. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> I mean, I, that's what's crazy is the amount of people that I think just ignore that. And that it, yeah. it, it bothers me. It bothers me because I hate to sound like I'm the maniac, but I'm like, uh, well, guys, well. you know, if you trade <laughs> Magic Johnson, you know, for, for Frank Burkowski, you know, I feel like this should be a conversation. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm dating myself with that reference, but anyway, no, but I, but I do like comparing magic Johnson to Luis Perez as well. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, magic taught it. himself how to play basketball. Um, <laughs> no, no. Uh, any other takeaways? what do you think of the fan turnout in the championship game? I thought it was decent. Yeah. It, it, it de- seemed I mean, lively. I don't know if that was a TV trick or whatever. I'm not sure what the count number was, but it's, I mean, you know, it, it sounded like the crowd was there and they were into it. You know I mean? I'm sure they tarped off about 40,000 seats, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> it, it seemed like, yeah. it, was, it seemed like it was active. They, they I think I heard over 20,000. Yeah. <laughs> Those tarp companies, they love the spring leagues. They love Southern California <laughs> football. You know what I mean? USC, <laughs> UCLA. Okay. Right. Uh, these spring leagues. Perfect. Um, right. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I mean, I guess we, what, how about this season one is in the books. What would you like mm-hmm. to see from season two, CJ? Well, definitely some more transparency. Like you were saying, you, you pointed out all the red flags of like the, I know that that disappointed me all season was the injury list. And like right before the kickoffs, like scratches that you wouldn't hear anything about all week. They were hurt. You know I mean? Like there's just no transparency. And I guess that's what happens when the league owns all the teams. And then there was, it wasn't just Perez. They were trying to trade everything. You know, the Bahamas got caught. I mean, a lot of teams, they were just trying to load up as get as good as possible. Cause they knew it was the top and the bottom. And uh, it was obvious what they were doing, but, they, but there's no accountability. There's no reporter like asking anyone. There's no GM even coming out with a statement. Just say something about it. You know what I mean? But these injuries, I, I don't know. You can't have that. You can't, you just can't have that. You can't have scratches <laughs> happening 10 minutes before kickoff where there's no announcement of it all week, especially when you're trying to, to cater into gambling when you're right. trying and they to say it right up front. D- yeah. They say right up front how they're leaning into gambling. We encourage it. Okay. 
will know something about it then. <laughs> That's another thing too with the announcers. They were they were just talking about gambling just to talk about gambling. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and a lot of these people had no idea what the fuck they're talking about. Like yeah. Stormy is because she works for Veasan, but everyone else is just like, yeah, let's do it live over. It's gonna be five. <laughs> what? No, I'm sorry. I'm getting told. I'm so- no. It's thirty five. I mean thirty five. What? <laughs> uh, J Mark in in XFL season two. 3.0, whatever the fuck we're talking about here. Um, uh, what would you like to see different from this first season? So I got two things. First, the the gambling commentators be the XFL gambling podcast. Mm-hmm. I think that would be helpful. Yes, sir. Yes. So they can just bring yes. us in every. They don't even have to fly us in. We can tune in virtually, and uh, you know, just look at our little cameras like. Um, <laughs> Like everybody else does, but I mean, um, you, you joke, but I'm pretty sure we could, we could get this stuff. We could do this. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> we can break down the gambling as the game go, uh, yeah. games go and whatnot. Can we use slow motion? Um, Is that okay? Is, or Blandino's coming at us for that. Cannot use it? slow motion. It's gotta be in real time. <laughs> Put us in Blandino's booth. That'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, should. The other thing we should have leaned into it probably more previewing this game, but Last year in the USFL, Birmingham Stallions was where the hub was. Mm. Now, obviously, they dominated all season, but then they ended up winning the championship. This year, Arlington is where the hub was, and then they win the championship. Yeah. I'm ready to see these other teams get their get their hubs and actually have home field advantage. They don't have to fly with the other team right. to their home games. Um, I, th- I think that would be good, but I, I also I get the financial part. You can't do that right off the bat because you're trying to – get ahead of the curve here. So I, I get that too. But at the same time, I think, you know, when you're on the same, the same flight, taking the same travel as the away team, you're taking away some of that advantage. Absolutely. Yeah. I think some of it's just, they want to keep an eye on them too. Like, almost. Like they, they, they just can't trust them running yeah. around DC all week, you know, especially that Francois guy. Uh, uh, <laughs> now, now, I know. Look, transparency is everything for me on this. Like one of the things I appreciated about the USFL in hindsight that I didn't even realize, but when comparing it to the XFL this season, which, like I said, I, I'm a fan of both. I hope both exist in the for the next hundred years at least. Um, but um, the Pittsburgh Maulers were awful last season. They had no good quarterbacks. What I appreciate is they didn't take Alex McGough and just say, hey, he's Mm. a mauler. You know what I mean? I appreciate the honesty. This is football. This is our team. And until next season, this is what we got to go with. I I just, I have a hard time. And I just made a bunch of money off off the Arlington (laughs) Renegades. But but I, I, I honestly just have such a hard time with that. But uh, one more thing it doesn't, that, sit, doesn't sit well, as they say. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. And the fact that no one's asking questions, it bothers me. And then when I comment on Twitter and people start calling me a fucking maniac, I'm like, no, no, this is not <laughs> me being a maniac. This is me. First off, I called this shit. I called it when this happened. I was like, wait, you know, their defense has been fire all year. And then they just put the second best quarterback in the league on the worst offense. Uh, they're going to mm-hmm. win it all. And and it did happen, but yeah. um, and I got and I did get a few tweets saying I I had this thing you know 
figured out in week six or something, week seven, whatever the fuck that, that trade happened. But hold on, I want to ask you guys one more thing. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the XFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Talkify. Life is full of what-ifs. Like, what if Luis Perez was sitting his ass on the couch with the <laughs> Vegas Vipers, all right? And uh, Sloter Sundays or Sloter Saturdays was happening. Uh, then you'd probably have a DC championship. But when it comes to dating... What if you try something new, all right? Talkify is a new way to meet other serious singles. What if they, like, what if they help you find exactly what you're looking for? Yeah, I mean, are you having a hard time meeting great people to date? I know before I met my (laughs) wife, I was, right? So why do you keep on trying the same methods over and over and over if you know they're going to end up with a bad result, you know? It's time to say goodbye to swiping and bring back the human touch to dating with Talkify. Talkify is the uh, country's number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve uh, relationship success. And here's how it works. Talkify has matchmakers that will meet with you to learn about what you're looking for in a partner. Then they'll select and screen potential match candidates for you, do background checks, you know, make sure all... Linda wasn't locked up over the weekend, right? Do some video <laughs> interviews, ask all the tough questions that uh, maybe are too awkward for the first date. So don't be an idiot. <laughs> Check it out. Check it out. And right now, Tugify is offering wow. our listeners 20% off when you become a client at Tugify.com slash SGPN. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y.com slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. Tugify.com slash SGPN. All right, we are back on the XFL gambling podcast. Uh, oh, locked up Linda sounds like a garbage pail kid or something. <laughs> sex dungeon garbage pail kid. Oh man, <laughs> have they brought back garbage? I feel like everything goes in cycles. Have, have, All right, have they brought back garbage pail kids yet? Because they need to. The, do you, uh, J Mark? Not to my knowledge. Do you know what we're talking about, though, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but. I got a three-year-old niece and a six-year-old nephew, and to my knowledge, there's been none of that. Yeah, say, dare I say, that's a problem with these kids. They don't get dirty enough. They don't get down and dirty with their humor. They're too coddles, too nice, you know. I can vividly, I up, yeah, I can vividly just remember gar- the uh, the guy eating a bowl of cereal in the toilet seat, garbage, garbage <laughs> bail. Right, that's what I was studying when I was three years old. Look at me now. All right, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Was right, there look. a Colby garbage pail kid, by the way? You had a bad one, right? Everyone had one for their name, right? Uh, I don't, I mean, they might have. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I had a bunch. You know, my problem was I was, I was, I was stupid. When I got garbage pail <laughs> kids, um, I was very young, and I decided to put them on my dresser, right? I actually mm-hmm. removed the sticker, put them on the dresser, and then, like, a year later, my pops threw out the dresser. So. Right. I, I wish I would have just kept the cards because, you know, uh, it would help my memory better. But I just remember them being a blast. When I was a kid, I was like, like, this, this is awesome. How has that not came back yet? It needs, it needs to come back. Maybe we can do XFL. Maybe you can do uh, your garbage pail kids next year <laughs> as your trading cards. Let's go. That'd be, I mean, that's not a bad idea. I mean, we half of our ideas. Yes, they're dumb, <laughs> but they're not that bad. <laughs> I'm saying you can really have some fun here. Puka Williams. You know, you can have him on the, the lawnmower right or the lawnmower. There you go. You got that. Yeah, too. absolutely. Mowing right. off his feet. That'd be there amazing. You go. Um, all right. Well, look, before we get out of here with our genius ideas, guys, I want to see. Uh, 
What's up? Go ahead. Sorry. No, no I was just going to say, let's, let's not forget J Mark did some research about what we said about Arlington. I oh yeah. Before, J Mark. I'm sorry. We wrap this, before yeah. we wrap this. Oh, you're, you're good. Um, I, yeah, I went back at, we, it was episode three. We did the uh, championship odds and best bets because they had just gotten released. Okay. Which I forgot Arlington was the favorite at that yeah. time at plus 400. It was Arlington and Seattle, right? With a two favorite, I think. Yep. 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 And um, so I just I pulled a couple of things that we said about Arlington because we all said, yeah, we could see it happening, especially yeah. once we found out that was the hub. Then we were really on it. But, right. Um, Colby said that Arlington had the second best coaching tree, starting with Stoops. Sure. C- CJ really liked the running back room, especially with Pizzagate and thinking that he could come back and, yeah. you know, yeah. do well. I like Sloter and Canella, even though Sloter didn't last very long. Sure. And I also just thought it was really funny in that same episode that CJ, you were very stuck on roughnecks. We're going to be dead last. They were terrible and going to be dead last. Yes. <laughs> And, and I and said Vipers fi- should be dead. And my last. final in my final power rankings prove that true. It doesn't matter yep. about the record. <laughs> Actually, we right. should use the dead last. Look, this is what's hilarious. I think we got to do our power rankings before we get out of here. Because guess what? Yeah. As much as I just, <laughs> as much money as I just made on Arlington, they're not my number one in the power rankings. You know that's so funny. And ironically, that opening game, I remember Arlington was like all of our plays of the week that game. They're playing Vegas. We're like they're going to smoke them at home. And they looked terrible and, and they, but they did cover and win covered because they picked off pick six Perez That's twice. Right. And then we were saying how awful Perez is. And yeah. then he, they wound up trading him back and now he wins the championship for him. Hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. My power rankings. Look, I feel like most years after the Super Bowl, you normally have <laughs> the team that won the Super Bowl. I, I, I would have Arlington like actually with Luis Perez. Uh, hey, let, right let me ask you this: they played a best of five. If they played a best of five with DC, do you think they'd win? I think it goes five each time. I think DC would win uh, three to two, though, for sure. What do you think? Yeah, Mark? no, I, I, I agree. I, um, I, I think so. I think DC would win it. It'd be, it'd be close. So I think Arlington oh, proved yeah, for that sure. they can game plan a lot better than kind of I expected, and that's nothing against Stoops. I just, yeah. The team, I didn't know they would be able to prep that well for DC. Right. The line would definitely be four or less each time. I mean, it, everything went w- right for them, but you're right. Stoops with two weeks. You don't give Stoops two weeks in that dome. <laughs> two weeks. And and to me, like one of the things is DC. I actually think the two weeks probably hurt DC. You know, like you're, yeah, in, that, you're, you're, you're in that. Absolutely. Uh, you've been rolling and uh, now, now the offense comes out a little stagnant. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so look, one to 10. We've seen now back-to-back spring seasons, and we've seen a bunch of other spring seasons throughout the course of our life, uh, if, if you're including, like, NFL Europe and stuff. Where would you put uh, 1 to 10? What would you say XFL season 1, J-Mark? Um, 1 to 10. I haven't watched as much of the Europe as you have, so I don't know <laughs> if I have 10 to compare it to. Right. But... um. I'm just on a scale of one to 10, I'm putting it at five. I'll do that for you because it had its moments, but there were also moments that I was watching it. And I, I literally thought this just isn't comparing to what I saw in the USFL last year, the, the, the talent and the level of play and even the coaching. I mean, how many times in the USFL did you see a team get 
flagged for having too many on the field or them not have enough guys on the field. Like I don't know if I ever saw in the USFL them not have enough players on the field. So just everything sometimes when you're watching it's like, this is just a downgrade, but it it also, it had some really good moments. There were some good plays Um, guys like Jacor Pearson that, you know, kind of came out uh, out of the woodworks, I guess, who haven't seen him play for a while and looked amazing. It's so yeah. I, I'll give you on a scale of one, one to 10, I'll give you a five. I know that's not what you asked, but that's no, what that's I'm fair. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, CJ, how about yourself? That's how I would answer as well as a scale of one to 10, not compared to the other alternative <laughs> football leagues as I, my Kobe database is not go as deep as yours. So I will say, I'm going to say a seven though. And this is what I say. I agree with you on the points of the comp of the level of football, and all that, but the, uh, when it was bad and it was bad, it was definitely early on a couple of weeks where it was not great. Uh, there, there was entertaining, entertaining values to it. So the way they had it mic'd up and like, I mean, Buckley was just fucking hilarious as, as a, <laughs> just a dumpster fire as it was him saying, I fire everyone on my team. I need a new, but like all that shit. And then, and then, you know, calling audibles on their own quarterback and selling playbooks. I mean, it was, I was compelled. It was see, a good series, you know, see, I, extend I, this I, the next I, season. I've watched a lot of college football, a lot of other, you know, CFL, uh, you, NFL Europe world league, anything, but I've seen once before, like in a game for one, one time they have 10 players on the field. Right Right. now, Terrell Buckley (laughs) did this shit like 10 times. And that, that was what, I mean, and they kept giving up a block punt on one of them because they didn't have enough guys to block. So (laughs) that, I mean, I'll say, I'm 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 probably more more on J Mark's side. I'll say five. I like to me. Yeah. I just I, look. It's a great first year. Let's move along and and let's correct some of the problems. And mm-hmm. uh, hey, I'm I'm glad that we had spring football. Uh, and and you know I'm I'm excited for the future of this league. I want to see them all leave that hub and hopefully they can be in their, uh, you know, com- you know, cities and be a part of the community. Right. Cause that's another thing I felt like maybe hurts, hurts some of the fan things or like, you know, they do that stuff where like, they'll go visit like classrooms and stuff like that to get some excitement going, put some, put some fucking faces of Jordan Tamu on your Slurpee cup, something like that. Uh, that'd be cool. Hand, hand out, know? hand out flyers yeah. at the Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chuck Long stuff. I, I, I just feel, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like uh, that, and obviously, then some of the other, like they went kind of gimmicky on the coaches, and I think that's what J. Mark's trying to say. Uh, Rod Woodson, Heinz Ward, Terrell Buckley, in my opinion, did not have the chops, like the resume, to be a head coach. Right now, they could still be a coach, but and I think that's probably where we saw the 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 product damage itself is. Although, and that's not a shot at them. I just right. feel and, like, I mean, yeah. In their defense, they need a name somewhere, you know, for the league. They're going yeah. less of a town, you know, and they had it. And that's what they could do. They get, and they can give opportunities to those guys. I mean, sure. They all did. They failed, but at least they had a chance to fail. You know, my, I'm, I'm, to I, I'm, I see my thing though, is like, you see like guys normally to get their first head coaching job, they, they, they spend a lot of time as assistants. Like a lot of fucking time, you know. I mean, uh, yeah, we I mentioned mean, Bart Andrus, who'd been coached in like 
That's the old school way of thinking. Come on. I think JJ Reddick's going to coach the Raptors. Anyone on TV in a goddamn opinion, they're slapping $30 million contracts to. They don't experience experience. Can you, can you, can you move the needle? That's all that fucking matters. You well, forget I can this tell you this. Talent meets opportunity. So, yeah, I mean. right. Well, <laughs> the opportunity, uh, what was their combined records of those three? I would like to know. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, look, folks, we will be back uh, to preview the upcoming season next year. And, uh, you know, if there's some big headlines, we might drop in and give you a guest episode here and there. If they announce yeah, four new subscribed. teams, yeah, stay subscribed to the XFL gambling podcast. And, you know, if they announce some new teams or some big news, uh, we will be back to, to bring that to you, but uh, stay subscribed. Also, I host the USFL Gambling Podcast, so check us out there. And uh, all of our other podcasts, the Bottom Line Bombs Podcast. CJ, you going deep on, what, NBA playoffs, uh, Triple NBA, Crown, hockey. NHL, Absolutely. yeah, MLB regular season rolling along. Co- uh, you got the College World Series will be happening soon, the NCAA tournament yep. in college baseball. Um so check that out. And then the NFL gambling podcast, obviously we just had the draft and the schedule release. Um, and uh, so give J Mark a follow and, uh, you know, subscribe to the NFL gambling podcast and also the old fashioned football podcast. What are you guys talking about right now? J Mark. Uh, we're going through each division and picking out who we like fantasy football wise, but more importantly, Wednesday, Victoria Edie Butler. She's the master blender at uncle nearest uncle nearest was it's named after Nearest Green, who is a slave that created the Tennessee whiskey process. Whoa. And it's his great-great-granddaughter. She's the master blender of Uncle Nearest now. So Jesus. very excited to talk to her and get the uh, the history there. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds That's pretty, awesome. pretty compelling. Yeah, a lot that sounds of, great. A lot of use of the word master in that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Go, <laughs> go, go subscribe, folks. If you like whiskey, if you like football, the old-fashioned football podcast. And uh, <laughs> look, uh, I host the College Football Experience. We're heating things up. I'm going to be back in the, the U.S. of A., uh, God willing, in uh, in about a week. So, uh Taking After a hot that, air balloon back here? How are you getting back here? You taking the old hot air you, balloon back, man. Uh, I, mean, you know, I saw you Wizard of Oz in it through the fucking Colombian jungles there. Talking you, Sparty football. Yeah. Gotta, look, when's the last time I someone went up in a hot air balloon and started talking Michigan State football? I love it. That's what I'm saying. Folks, subscribe Never. to the College Football Experience. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. And once again, CJ Sullivan on Twitter at CJ Sullivan underscore. And J Mark is on Twitter at J Mark Football. We appreciate you for rocking with us all year. And uh, check out the Sports Gambling Podcast. Get that SGPN app and uh, hop in the Discord. Talk XFL with us. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Discord. All right, folks. Until uh next season or till we get some big news. This is the XFL gambling podcast. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. X marks the spot. X marks the crossroads. Two straight lines crossing over in the middle. That's the letter you must see to find the treasure or the clue or the X-ray machine that's looking right inside of you. X is the letter without which one could not do. X marks the spot.